Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wad Fam Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here today to talk about episode 444A, Career Moves. Oh boy, are we. Yeah. It is uh, September as of recording this, mid-September, um, but it, we are still in split episode summer, maybe. <laughs> the hottest, longest summer ever. Eternal, if you will. Oh, yeah. Have we made that joke before? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Plug in the strokes right off the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we it's we, we, we started off covering the eternal birthday. Now mm-hmm. we're just talking about eternal summer. Um, I was also going to going to throw out the incredible uh, surf doc, Endless Summer. Uh, have not. I believe seen it's it. technically the endless summer, the but endless. it's very good. It's it's from like the I want to say like the '60s, and it follows some guys who travel across the around the world with summer. Okay, as a season, like yeah, they loop yeah, down yeah. in the lower hemisphere and come mm-hmm. back up in order to like surf for an entire year. That's epic! Wow, I do really need to watch that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good one. I recommend it. I'm interested to see, like, I can so clearly imagine what that would look like as a modern movie, but being made in the 60s is definitely going to make it spicy. Sure. It's 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 a classic. Um, unlike this episode, Career Moves, which is not a classic because it only aired once. That's right. We're once again talking about an unreleased episode. I think this is our last one for i believe for so. the summer but uh yeah it's a it, it aired once april 29th of 2000 mm-hmm. um alongside uh the episode the bad guy um but it the the essentially the issue with this episode i don't know it, like officially it's just that it wasn't very good yeah, yeah, no, the notes on the wiki say the episode was originally paired with the bad guy but was dropped from distribution in all ob- uh, subsequent airings because the team felt it was too weak of an episode. Right. Which, honestly, I don't know how this is a weak episode. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. So the official guide lists it not as, like, dropped because it was too weak but just because, like, they didn't have a spot for it on the album for reasons that we will get into when we cover some following episodes okay. and kind of what happened there. Um, but, yeah, it, it just it winds up being a, a bizarre moment. It's written by Marshall Younger, who's yeah, a super classic. Odyssey alum. So it, like, makes sense once again in this kind of, like, legacy of like it's not that bad an episode yeah like it truly no it feels like odyssey in a way that some of the other split episodes really haven't <laughs> right right which i think is a testament to, to marshall, marshall younger, younger and what yeah. he can bring to it um it is 
uh, it does have a 75% on the wiki with 36 votes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, and uh, another thing noted on the wiki is that this character, or this episode, only has three named characters in it. it they it's are just Bart, Bart Nathaniel, Wit, and, and Wit. Yeah. Yep. Perfectly said. I named them all. <laughs> you did. Um, which is the first time since uh, the eighth episode of Family Portraits, The Letter. <laughs> sure. For, for those that care. Uh, not me. This clearly. is this is why we don't tend to read the Adventures in Odyssey wiki trivia section. No, no, not at all. Because as much as we love the Adventures in Odyssey wiki and it's essential to what we do, the uh, the trivia section is kind of nothing. No, yeah, for sure. But no, I do think that this one is interesting because it has so few characters. I mean, when you sure, think- sure, no, that that is it is notable in that regard. I'll give you that. And it's one of those where so we have Hurlinger Bart. And, and Wit all being voiced by their classic people mm-hmm. who voice them. And then all of the other people who are the non-named people in the episode yeah. are all just like staff writers and stuff. Like it's Rob Jorgensen, mm-hmm. Al Jansen, Kathy Buchanan, Phil Waller mm-hmm. are the other customers. Yeah, no, this is, this is true. Truly an interesting uh, lightning in a bottle, really, kind of episode. Just because I, I really do appreciate, and we'll get we'll get into it, in, you know, slightly greater detail. It's only ten minutes, but sure. <laughs> um, like just seeing more of the Electric Palace and getting <laughs> like getting to spend time inside of a different building in Odyssey is nice. <laughs> right, right. It's yeah. Uh, it, it's. It's a fun episode. Yeah. It, so it's, it starts out with with Nathaniel at like a job fair where he's going to get paired with someone to intern. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, yeah, winds up interning with Bart. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he gets excited because Wit's there to represent the small businesses. And then he's like, well, he's like, oh, I get to be with Wit. And Wit's like, not necessarily. And then it's like, oh, no, he's with Bart. Yep. Um, <laughs> who yeah famously like loves children and this makes sense perfect Um, yeah of course he's gonna volunteer well i mean actually his motives become very apparent sure sure free labor but the thing i will point out that i think is interesting Mm -hmm. is the whole like kids like interning around town Mm -hmm. is something that's explored in kidsboro that first episode that kind of sets up which is a written by marshall younger episode huh that is cool. So even though so this he took it personally, was, <laughs> even though this episode was pulled from the air, like, and he might have revisited that regardless of whether it was pulled from the air. But yeah. I just think it's like an interesting connection that he later like, yeah, kind of yeah. goes back to this same topic. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he doesn't do it with anyone who is like, he doesn't put anyone with a Bart. Mm-hmm. But the whole, but it's a similar premise of the kids are learning that like the jobs that they want are not, you know, all they're cracked up to be, or like the ways that they get to do those jobs are not what they're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Um, Giving them practical shadowing experience, or if you're Nathaniel manual labor. Yeah. Uh, Did you you ever do any job shadowing, anything like that? (laughs) No. um, (laughs) But I did switch majors in college. So there's that. (laughs) No, I, I knew that I wanted to go into the medical field for a while. And then, um, you know, initially it went from like, oh, well, 
vague pre-med. I don't really need to shadow much in high school. And then it went into nursing where it was like, oh, I already kind of know what nurses do to a certain extent mm-hmm. because of, you know, family exposure and stuff like that. Um, but sure. it was then only after I worked in the hospital that I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to do this. And then I was <laughs> also in nursing school at the time and just kind of learning about it. But yeah. Um, and you've never done an internship. Is that correct? No, no. Still have not done an internship because uh, my new job that I work at now counts for my internship for school. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Bullet dodged. Yeah, I did. I did some like quote unquote shadowing as part of like a, a class in college. Mm-hmm. Um, that were you like shadowing like tech people at LEFC or something or what? No, no, it wasn't. It it, it was at it was at the college. Okay. Um. I went in to do some tech shadowing, and I wound up getting offered a job. Nice. So that was pretty great. Yeah. And I took that job, and that job got me the job I have now. Heck yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, job shadowing. Worthwhile, but also, like, I don't know. I I find it interesting of, like, it feels very, like, odyssey slash fictional town to Mm -hmm. be like a middle school kid doing any sort of job shadowing yeah like that very much feels like a plot point in a tv show Mm -hmm. and not like a thing that actually occurs (laughs) yeah because who sends like i mean it's like the whole take your kids to work thing where it's like you see that all the time but like when was the last time you actually saw somebody take their kids to work (laughs) right right yeah it just doesn't seem like a real thing or maybe it was at one point but has died off and just lives on in like the collective mm-hmm. consciousness i don't know if you are you know someone who who did job shadowing when you were in middle school write to us yes i would like to know and uh was it traumatizing i can imagine it was i worked in middle school and it traumatized me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you got paid true true i did it wasn't it wasn't free labor <laughs> i think uh, i paid twice <laughs> Uh, but you know, this, this is free labor for Bart. That's, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason he's doing this. Yep. Uh, he's moving TVs and mopping floors and Nathaniel and, yep. uh, and Nathaniel then asks like, well, I, you know, was kind of hoping to learn more about the business side of things. And Bart's like, well, you got to do your time, which I mean, amen. Cause you know, as somebody that always sicks the new person on the dishes <laughs> when you're working in a food service restaurant it's like you, you can't mess up dishes so sure go do that sure i mean there is yeah there is for sure something to that like that's not even just like a bart thing yeah. um but then he does tell nathaniel that after after he does this next thing he can go do some accounting <laughs> some accounting the boxes, boxes in, in the, the back. store room <laughs> oh man bart rathbun um bart rathbun and so so yeah then then nathaniel has his first chance to interact with a customer mm-hmm. and sends, sends business them. elsewhere sends them to the, another store yep and uh which for all of bart's stuff that he doesn't do great in this episode that is a key point where nathaniel is like no don't do that nathaniel yeah <laughs> like you can say like we don't carry that or like this is the closest thing we have to that but don't, don't tell like, somebody right. where else to go get it <laughs> yeah Actually, no, yep. I'd, I would do it at Target all the time, though. People would shop for phone cases at Target, and I'd be like, just buy it on Amazon. I swear to God, it's the same thing, just less expensive. <laughs> like, Sure, sure. I mean, there's, right, it's... there's. I, I'm okay directing business away from large corporations. To Amazon. 
I think Target might be better for the world than Amazon. <sighs> yeah, you're probably right. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm sh- sure they both have problems, but... Ah, yeah, no, they have a lot of problems, but... <laughs> right. But, no, I do I, I do agree. I think that Amazon's probably worse. Actually, I, mean, I think they're definitely worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, they're, not to say there isn't good stuff that comes from Amazon, but, like, yeah. I don't know if Target's really good at union busting, but they haven't had any union issues, and they treat their employees pretty well, so... Yeah. There's that. Yeah, that that seems to be you know generally a win. So what I'm saying is you're you're a bad person. Andrew. Yeah, no, I should feel bad about I, I, I customers you, elsewhere. I believe you are the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what we came to this podcast to learn today <laughs> is that Andrew is in fact the villain. <laughs> um, but then yeah, Bart Bart decides to or Bart Bart steps in to be like, no no no, I have something better than the vision scan monitors you're looking for, and it's cheaper too. Right. These are these are monitors that are the generic version of that same thing at mm-hmm. a third of the price, and um, so he looking sells the good person. incorporated. <laughs> yep, looking good. And so he he sells he sells the guy on that, and then when he's talking to Nathaniel, I was like, wow, I didn't realize that they were like the same thing. And Bart's like, well, they're more or less the same. Yeah. <laughs> Which, once again, Bart, not necessarily, like, he is... Not entirely right, but not entirely wrong. Sure, right. (laughs) Where I'm like, yes, if he was slightly less of a used car salesman, this would be fine. Yeah. A more more distinguished kind of um, scumbag lawyer, if you will. Mm, mm, mm. Um, A Bart Goodman, if you will. (laughs) uh, But, yeah, he... Yeah, he then what well, we have a, we have an exchange where he where some customer comes back to return something and he explains that all sales are final and Nathaniel's like, but I've heard the customer is always right. Mm-hmm. And Bart says the iconic, if the customer's always right, then why would he buy a bad product and need a refund? Exactly. Perfect logic. Infallible as usual. Yeah. Which I also as someone who has worked in the service industry, mm-hmm. customers always right is the worst yeah no it is the worst any business that has that philosophy i'm like i understand what you're doing it gives so much license to people to just be horrible yeah no it's really really annoying and i feel like the bigger the entity the more that license exists when it's your family like neighborhood fruit stand yeah can get away with a customer's always right policy mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah. than a target yes exactly yeah where it's like we have a major corporation here and there's so many moving parts that like yeah and you're just faceless you're you're never gonna see that guy again yeah exactly like you can be a jerk well, to him. Or if I do, it's going to be bad. Like, Sure, but like you can be a jerk to them and then avoid them with no problems going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like you can't do that at like... Yeah. No, I couldn't do that at the Docido at right. all. <laughs> right. If I was mean to them, I wouldn't be allowed back in. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm very nice. Yeah. Mostly because I like them, but you know, there's right. also benefits to liking yeah. them. <laughs> no, oh, but man. yeah, no, it... <laughs> People treat, like, 
corporate shade workers terribly. I know. Uh, yeah, it, and it bums me out because those are the people who are, like, doing the work. Yeah, exactly. They're the ones that are making the corporations possible, but they, they yeah. always get the rough end of the stick. Yep. It's, yeah, it's real. Customer real service in Target was, like, a nightmare. Like, that is, like, the mecca for first world problem complaints and people just projecting their garbage days onto you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I even, right, even in, I mean, less so in my job now, but, like, even in tech jobs I have worked, you deal with that. Yeah. Because, once again, you're, like, yeah, you, you, especially if you're over the phone, you can just be the faceless person who's, like, standing in the way Mm -hmm. of that person getting what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is, yeah, never fine. Fun. No, no. Or, or, and also never fine. You know, thumbs down to those people. Like, just... Yeah, I don't know. Go Be out nice of your service workers. Like, go out of your the two things. The two things I I, I feel very strongly are: be nice to service workers mm-hmm. and go out of your way to be nice to people in cars on the road. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like be nice to other drivers. Mm-hmm. Be nice to the people person who hands you your coffee. Let like pe- yeah, let people in. Don't be that guy that speeds past somebody that's trying to pull out. Like yeah. just let them go. Just seriously, just let them go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Those are if you those are two things stop. that I'm like, regardless of what you believe in everything else in your life, if we disagree on that, we're going to like fight a little bit. Yeah. No, no. I, like, honestly. I'm, like those are such, such core values where I'm like, if you don't, if you're like not on board with this stuff, I'm just like. I struggle to see your you be a decent person. Granted, we all have days where we are worse at that than others. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, in exceptional circumstances, right. if I'm running late, I'm going to be less likely to slow down. Right, yeah. But, yep. But just in But general, no, as a policy, like, I... If I, you are, yeah, if you're intentionally mean to people, intentionally, mm-hmm. you know, mean as a driver, just like... Get out of here. I know, Stop I listening ha- to the podcast. Like I have to do a lot of driving for my job now, like between appointments across the county and everything and i go through a lot of road work and a lot of like sit in a long lot of traffic and deal with school buses and all that nonsense and you know you could get bent out of shape about it and i have historically but you get exposed to it so much that you just like okay you just accept it and don't try not to be a bad person about it yep (laughs) and just lean into it and turn on this podcast yeah yeah. No, I do not listen to myself in the car. I, please don't get that image of me. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. Um, yeah. Well, we then. So it's just like this, like kind of montage of Bart being bad to customers, mm-hmm. and so he's got he's got that that bit, and then he and then there's someone who's trying to buy a camera, and he you know it, it he goes off to talk to his manager to mm-hmm. see if he can get the price cut down and nathaniel's like bart you are the manager he's like yeah yeah but they like to see like you yeah. know feel like people are working with them so i'm gonna go back i'm gonna knock 40 dollars off once again i don't think this is an inherently bankrupt tactic no no but Bart, of course, has to throw in the little bit that makes him evil, which yeah. is he can that, get it eighty dollars right. That he else. knows the exact market price for this at another store mm-hmm. and is intentionally overselling it by eighty bucks. Now he's just going to oversell it by forty bucks. Mm-hmm. I 
I also here here's a problem with this. Hmm. No one seems to like Odyssey is a small town in which everyone knows everyone, and yet yeah. no one knows Bart. Yeah, no, no, it is the like. I'm like, like how do you not know this guy is owns a the electric pal- palace? <laughs> yeah, like all of the Blackard stuff. All of the, well, I guess Novacom stuff is to come. Yeah. But also, like, this is a man who, in the previous episode we covered, went on radio and talked about how crappy your town is, mm-hmm. and, a, and mob a mob showed came up. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, the mob that shows up to get him in 60s-something. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, he sh- he's got so much no- notoriety around town where it is just that Odyssey problem where it's like, it's a small town where everyone knows everything everyone and also people like some things are just anonymous the interesting thing is that the electric palace is still open despite apparently very uh successful competition right successful competition and also as established later never having return customers yeah exactly (laughs) like every person in odyssey only goes to the electric palace once before they learn their lesson yeah and they're just trying to get everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why he uh, got Nathaniel. He was hoping he could get his school friends. The oh, children man. might forget. This episode just can't quite bring itself to be a full indictment of capitalism. <laughs> it would be great, though. It's could like, it's imagine? great unless you're this guy. Yep. Um, Always make yeah. the sale. Right, and so, right, then Nathaniel has his first chance to make a sale. There's mm-hmm. this guy standing in front of the batteries, and Bart sends him over to mm-hmm. sell him the batteries. Yeah, the guy wasn't actually looking at batteries, he was looking at something else, and yep. Nathaniel uh, anxiously spews off his never-ending love for these discount batteries, and, uh, the and man... then explains that he's going to lose his job, or... yeah. and the guy's like, dude, I'll buy the batteries if it keeps you, you from, from crying. crying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so he walks away I, I i honestly thought that was the end of it i did not think we were gonna see battery man again oh <laughs> but <really>? we do <laughs> oh no no because the next scene requires that battery man return yeah which is that wit shows up and mm-hmm. is like oh man you seem to be doing pretty well and nathaniel's like yeah i'm running this entirely while you know bart's out of town or like no he's uh, running an errand right. <laughs> sorry i i misspoke <laughs> what i know crazy right I have um, unreal power in this moment. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just this, yeah, this real, real funny moment of, of Wit just being like, you know, what Bart's, has he taught you? Right. <laughs> Bart's probably wrong. And then, but then he does the Wit thing of taking it like a little too far or just mm-hmm. like the line of, you know, just make sure those rules Bart taught taught you don't conflict with the rules of God. Yep. <laughs> you know how much uh, how much business sense is in the Bible. <laughs> how what, how many economic and business plans are are set forth mm-hmm. in the holy text? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I get I get the point he's making is like be honest. Yeah. And not deceptive. And well, I agree. And, with and the that. Bible would suggest err on the side of generosity as right. opposed to, you know, um tight fistedness or yep. whatever. I I would love an episode diving into the economics of Wit's End. I just oh, yeah. need to know. I've I'm okay. I was thinking about it. It's 
gotta be a Newman zone situation. Well, like, he, he takes the money, but it all goes to, you know, fund the encyclopedia company. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's not, way. like, it right. pays and, all the employees, no right. profit, and uh, yeah. everything else. Like, kind of a charity or a, church or whatever. Right, like an awesome socks setup. Yes, exactly. Plug for the awesome socks club and the awesome coffee club. Amen, if you're looking both. for socks and coffee. um, They've got awesome stuff. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a proud awesome socks subscriber. <sighs> I'm so jealous. I'm wearing some awesome socks. I can't wait to be an adult so I can subscribe to a socks club. Yeah. You get a sock, pair of socks every week, every month, Mm -hmm. and you get, it supports local, you know, a cool artist, and uh, all the profits go to charity. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Good charity, too. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. Um, Anyways, so yeah, so you're saying that's the Witsend business model is he does charge money. Yeah, no, he clearly does, but I think it's got to. I think that that's the only way that it would make any moderate amount of sense. Right. Because he's got to pay. Or he's just got it worked out so that it truly breaks even. Yeah. (laughs) But also, Witt's got so much money that he could just pay all of his employees out of his back pocket. Exactly. So, so right. Is Witt a billionaire? I Dude, this is the thing is we don't know. Like I want to know. <laughs> I want I, I yeah, I want the I want the episode that gets into wit's like, net worth. <laughs> right. How like yeah, just wit's relationship to money and like how that all functions cuz like he clearly has a lot of it. <laughs> right. And like he doesn't live in an extravagant way. No. But I'm like so does he does he give a lot of it away or is it all just like, you know, invested in stuff so that his children and grandchildren have a ton of money? I have no clue. I I, I mean, I'm going to hope that he gives it away. You know why? I, mm-hmm. I bet he donates it all to Focus on the Family, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Colorado. <laughs> a famous nonprofit charity that people can feel not at all weird about giving money to. Mm, and get a tax write-off. <sighs> Can't yeah. forget about that. Can't forget about tax write-off. Uh, that would actually be a great future thing, like for Wits End to become like a, like a church with a business in it, so it's technically... Um, Tax you mean, exempt. You mean a business that ha- has the a church? church? Yeah, yeah. There was there was a news story that broke within the past week or something of one of those where it was like I I, I forget what I think it was some like political organization or mm-hmm. whatnot that like was able to register nonprofit because they were like claimed to be holding a church service and then when a reporter <laughs> called it, the person who picked up the phones when they asked when when the service was says. We don't have a church service. <laughs> Which is like, you're not even trying. Does no one Does no one in the government make that call? <laughs> Someone should. Like, uh, of all the tax fraud, that seems so easy to solve. You would think. You would think. But we oh, are uh, remarkably inept at such things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. After uh, Wit gets off of his high horse, right. um, he walks out and yeah. immediately in Battery walks. Man comes yep. in. Battery Man. Battery Man. And, uh, yeah. He reveals so, the batteries leaked and he put them into his doll, the, the, the diaper. Or he put them into his child's doll mm-hmm. and they immediately leaked. Mm-hmm. 
they didn't hold a charge, and then mm-hmm. they started leaking into the diaper. And if mm-hmm. he hadn't been there, his child could have burned themselves with acid. Battery acid. Which, I mean, depends on how old this child is. You know, if they're older than four, I would trust them to not try and eat that stuff. Sure, sure. But, like, this is, right, this makes sense. It's just, well, it's just the, like, let's come up with, like, the most dramatic. Right. My kid could die. Right. Exactly. It could have just been these batteries don't work because most of the time that's how batteries work. Right. And I. Or, and if they leak acid, it is just crusted on the outside of it. Sure. And it doesn't spill everywhere like right. a freaking science fair. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, I, I understand what the show is doing. I also would like to counter and say maybe if they just, like, maybe if the batteries just didn't hold a charge, it would teach a better lesson to Nathaniel. Exactly. Than if, like, because this really puts him in a situation of, like, oh, I can't. Yeah. Like, just tell this guy to get lost. Yeah. Or, like, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Like, as opposed to, like, you know, being like, I just learned my lesson and this mm-hmm. is, like, you know, it, it, I shouldn't be just letting some, you know. Yeah, leading Non-functional batteries. Yeah. And the, but the guy comes up with this weird dichotomy where he's like, so either these batteries were faulty or you lied to me. And I was like, no, both? Yeah. Whether or not he lied to you doesn't matter. The batteries were for sure faulty. No batteries are going to leak battery acid by design. <laughs> True. That was uh, that was not in question. Unless these are some like some of those like golf ball that turns to dust, pack of gum that like zaps you. Oh, oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> like the like, I haven't heard the golf ball that turns to dust. Yeah, it's like a you can buy like it looks yeah. like a golf ball yeah. and when you swing your club at it it, it just, just poof poofs. Nice. Yeah. That is pretty epic actually. I think I might try that. <laughs> <laughs> there you um, go. I don't think I I want it I, what I want to do is is mini golf with that. But I don't think you would get... I don't think you put enough power on it. No, no, to, to you make really have to take that baby out somewhere that yeah. you can swing. But I do like it. the idea of not realize, Like, of just using it and not quite realizing it. And then someone, like, knocks it into the water and it just <laughs> dissolves. That would be great. <laughs> or it, like, skips up out of the mini, uh, mini golf thing and just explodes on the sidewalk. Sure. <laughs> Oh man! Um, but yeah, it's uh, so so. Nathaniel does the right thing and offers this guy a refund, and Bart comes back and for two dollars and fifty cents. Yep, he has a great business day, and he's looking at the receipts at the end and sees uh, RFND. Yep, and Nathaniel dejectedly says, "That's a refund." Yes. And uh, then he gets yelled at by Bart for giving out a refund because, you know, what if what if they get ideas? Yeah. And Bart gives him a very Trumpian, you're mm-hmm. fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like he does it. So. Yeah. So you're in f- the. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very funny. Um, And he's like, well, you can't fire me. I, I, I don't actually work for you, Bart. Mm-hmm. This was just like I'm a, a volunteer. Weird, this is a weird school project. And then. Yeah, and then we cut to him sitting at the counter at Wit's End, drowning his his sorrows in a nice cold milkshake mm-hmm. that he paid money for, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Wait, he he's just yeah, he's talking with Wit about it, and Wit's like, well, you know, you did you did the right thing. He's like, yeah, but Bart's gonna like write a horrible, yeah. You know, paper. Well, no, Bart made sure he got a bad grade, right? And he's like, yeah, he's like, tell that to my parents when they find out, you know, the grade Bart gave me, and and Wit's like, I can talk to the teacher for you, and I'm yeah. like, freaking Wit. Like what? What is this? I'll I'll just talk to your teacher and get you a better grade, and then leans into the plus if he knows Bart. Yeah, if he knows Bart, it of course he'll believe you. And right, and then Which, also once the, again, everyone in town thing. knows that Bart is a bad businessman, and yet he gets business mm-hmm. despite yet, there being competition. And like yet he gets even... children. Like <laughs> like they allowed oh, him. True. True. Also that. This is really uh, from another time. His son has been a bully for 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) He's got a goatee. He smokes cigarettes in eighth grade. (laughs) Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, then then Bart shows up to express excitement Mm -hmm. because... Uh, he's having a great business day again and people are coming back including the guy who bought the batteries yesterday which i was like man this guy's going to an electronic store three days in a row like come on man you gotta have something else to do yeah but he's just like man you had some great ideas there nathaniel and nathaniel's like well you know you could try uh you know whatever satisfaction guaranteed or yeah you know, no, money back guarantee money back guarantee and he's like and what <laughs> no never no. mind no bart's small nev- steps right bart's never gonna change um but he does learn the value of a return customer mm-hmm. so yeah it's an episode it is i mean it's 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 solid no it's, it's funny like it, it it works it's not like i don't know it's fine for a 10 minute you know, kind of dink dunk bookend story type. I'm playing with my cord. You're just not leaning into the mic. For my but also, you said dink dunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for a 10 minute dink dunk kind of episode where you know you, it's it doesn't have a lot of time to branch out and really with only three characters, it it plays a lot more like a like a play or something like that than it does like a TV show or some something more like that i think i think you should uh next time you have the chance to do a a talent show or a skit of some sort do this just do this episode with Uh with two other people yeah huh and and and, well i mean you need you need you need more people to play the customers true true but you know honestly i there's a chance like it's single location it's it's doable Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's essentially a single location. I mean, there's technically he's at the counter at wit's end at the end, but, like, yeah. you can get around that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe for our 200th episode. <laughs> Maybe for our 200th no. episode. We'll nope, do a... that is far too soon for <laughs> us to do this, Andrew. <laughs> Not happening. Not um, happening. No, yeah. I still I haven't like even it. made a lot of fam tracks on <laughs> So. It's true. We we got to start on the ground yeah. floor. I do. Yeah, I do sometimes wish I had like the like there have been a handful of filmed things that I've really enjoyed and went that would be an incredible play if mm-hmm. I could pull that off. I can't. There's no way I ever could. But yeah, I like to entertain the idea of being a playwright. 
of of doing screen to stage adaptations, adaptations. Yeah. of like on like very small scale basically i've watched the movie black box and it really got me going and i like that movie a lot and so i think about it and yeah what about zootopia <laughs> what i don't know i'm just thinking of other movies oh no no, no. black box is not a black box is a movie about putting on oh a stage really production. okay okay the movies that I want to convert into stage productions, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, I think, oh gosh, I don't remember which one it is, but I remember there's an episode of Black Mirror that I watched and went, that would make a great stage adaptation. Mm. Um, the Joe Swanberg's marriage material is a fantastic, like, is just mm-hmm. essentially a bunch of monologues and would be. I feel like Wise Kids would be really a good, good on stage. Yeah, Wise Kids is. Wise Kids has a great movie directed by Stephen Cohn, who directed Black Box. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, the Black Box, but regardless, um, or is it just Black Box? I don't remember. Now I'm confused. But regardless, <laughs> Wise Kids has the thing of like it spans an entire year. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like there's a lot of moving parts. It's a big ensemble. Like it, I feel like that movie doesn't work in this context i mean it works in that like it's mostly just people talking but i'm talking like stuff that is like small scale essentially single location very like few number of actors like stuff that you could put on like a very small production and like have a good time so i don't know that's uh that's something i think about a lot hmm yeah i can't say that's something i've thought about a lot but i do have like a background in I've been I've been in more plays than you have. I'll say that much. Correct, because I have been in none. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Yeah, I don't know if this podcast wasn't obvious to you. I don't act well. Like <laughs> this is this is not an idea that I have any real means of carrying out. But it is a thing I think about um, occasionally when I'm watching things, and I'm just like, man, this like underappreciated little piece of art. Yeah. could have like second legs. As a play. On oh, a, yeah, as sure. a play. And like even if yeah, if you only did it for once, yeah. Whatever. But that's all to say this, this episode was... <laughs> should be a play and I want Andrew to to write direct star in it. Write direct star. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I'll do the soundtrack too, see if I can get an e cap for it. Yeah. um Uh, do you have anything else to promote i believe we no i just rattled off like a dozen bunch of things so (laughs) i think i think that should be that should be where i end we are good okay you have uh, i don't know you have a great day listener you (laughs) you enjoy yourself you uh make sure you stay hydrated out there and uh look left look right and then look left again before crossing the street so all right (laughs) with all that being said we'll be back next week for episode 444b the bad guy bye guys i'm a bad guy wadfam chalk pod is a presentation of the lititz podcast co-op this show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with adventures and odyssey or focus on the family As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. Career Moves was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the WadFamChalkPod.